and sadness make rappers in minutes. Cooped up podcast episode three. We got Monte Law in the building. What's up? What up? Uh, what you been up to today? Uh, it's honestly, pretty early, just, so I had only slept for like an hour just because I had to go like to the airport and drop people off. Oh, really? But other than that, like. That's basically my schedule. I don't go to sleep until like 5 a.m. anyway. That was me last night. <laughs> I went to bed at 6 a.m. because I work till or I work from 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. So I was I woke up this morning. I was like, Am I really gonna go through with this interview right. today? <laughs> but hey, I got my coffee. I'm good. So uh, when did you start doing photography? I uh, started on uh, was it New Year's 2016. Uh, I just went to a pawn shop randomly and. I saw a camera and it didn't have anything else with it like a, a lens or anything so prior to that maybe like two months before I was already like following this one guy uh, that was a photographer in Dallas and I was seeing how he was just partying and just taking pictures basically just as his main job so I was like all right I might add that to the graphic designing that I already do and then plus like I went to college for graphic designing uh, my sophomore year. My freshman year, I was like like full on doing like automotive restoration, like working on cars. Because in really? high school, yeah. junior and senior year, I was uh, at this vocational school. Was it in Raytown? Yep, oh, at uh, Herndon. Herndon, I yeah, was yeah. there for construction. Oh, you went to Herndon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So I was just working on cars, doing everything from like interior work, to uh engines taking them out like taking so i'm guessing you didn't like it. everything yeah but like i did a lot automotive and then what got me into the graphic design was um i saw the steve jobs movie with uh ashton kutcher oh yeah and i was like after that movie i was like i have to get into like computers and like back into art because i just love art and everything like that so I went back to school sophomore year and then junior year after the first semester I got kicked out of college so I was like I went to college basically like didn't know anybody which Mm -hmm. I wanted and then by the second semester I was just like a crazy party kid really yeah that was me you want to go into that why'd you get kicked out uh I got kicked basically I I would have had a 4.0 if I would have done like my uh, assignments basically because every time I would go out I just like my roommates and everything would basically do all their work like as soon as we get back in from the clubs and everything and I'd be the only what one college was this room. it was McPherson College and McPherson Kansas Kansas it's like three hours from here yeah. so was there nothing to do in the city no, but it's party. super small okay and then it's another super small college uh, Central College that's literally down the street and it's basically like you make your own fun and that's how I mostly got in trouble with like the dean and everything because mm-hmm. I because during like assemblies and everything I would make this hashtag because um, they called them convos mm-hmm. so I made this hashtag um, hashtag convo and like I got everybody on it and I was just clowning the uh, whole you time. Were clowning yeah. the dean. The whole t- <laughs> and I don't even know like where it out. came from because I grew up. I never went to parties or anything. And yeah. Until I got there, I was like, I'm just about to be a different person. Oh yeah, college will do that to you. Yeah. But you gave us kind of a lot to go into from mm-hmm. that. 
Um, I'm kind of going to go back to the beginning when you said you bought the camera for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what type of camera was it? It was a, a Canon Rebel. Like uh, a T3i X- or something? It was actually an XTi. XTi. Yeah, so it, um, it, it didn't have, like, a display screen or anything. It was just basically almost like a power shot. It's like you have to figure out what um, setting it is, take the picture, look at the picture, then figure out like from there. Just so to get, would like, you not be exposure. able to look at the picture until you got home and put it on the computer? Uh, it would sh- it would pop up, but by that time, like I didn't know anything about it. It took me a good six months just to get like figure out like exposure. Yeah. But like I was heavy on YouTube twenty four seven, so I was like. And it was the only thing I had to do because, like, once I got kicked out, I was, like, super discouraged. I was like, oh, man, I'm not even going to go back to college. So let me just – I'm going to work this year. And then 2016 when I got the camera, I was like, all right, I know some stuff. Let me just get it and then go hands-on with it and then just try to figure it out. What was going on on New Year's that made you decide that you needed a camera for it? Just partying? Uh. I, I did go to a, a party uh, that New Year's, and I just happened to uh, just go to the pawn shop just looking for, like, headphones and, like, laptops and stuff like that. And I saw, like, the display case right there as soon as I walked in. I saw the camera. I was like, now I don't have to go on eBay. Like, I can get it mm-hmm. straight from the source right here. Mm-hmm. And I just did that. Did I, you uh, negotiate? Or did yeah. you just buy it full price? I just bought it full price. I oh, didn't know yeah. anything about negotiating. Yeah. I just bought it full price. It didn't come with nothing. So yeah. I was like, let me just go ahead and drop that 300 on it. Dang, 300 yeah. I don't I think, know why. Well, but I guess <laughs> my first camera was a T3i. Mm-hmm. And that that was really expensive at the time. Like, I didn't know anything about cameras. T3i is not even like, to be honest, it's not like, an amazing camera but yeah yeah how did you like get into that was it just your dad because your dad's a photographer i was talking to you Mike. oh yeah. okay uh yeah. <laughs> um I, in high school i i i i was a really artistic person mm. so i just like doing a bunch of different things my mom actually bought me the camera and i would just take pictures of i wasn't really like a photographer i just did different shit to be creative because yeah. i was just growing up and that's kind of what i wanted to do yeah but my dad is a photographer it's just that's separate though it's, it's completely <laughs> so you had to learn all that on your own uh i i didn't i don't even know that much oh, really? I, I was just playing around to be honest uh well besides uh that where i met you from was like psych yeah so that was that during the beginning yep that was um so that was probably like 2017-ish, like right there, I don't even like remember. during the summertime. It feels like forever ago. Yeah, it was. It was about two years ago. And yeah, by that time, like I already had like somewhat of a name that I wanted in the city mm-hmm. as far as like just doing like basic shoots and everything. So at the time I was thinking, let me do this for like the clothing brand just so um, like I can have like clothing like fashion basically behind and i didn't even know anything really about like editing per se Mm -hmm. i just had presets basically and i just like knew like all right let me drop down like the exposure Mm -hmm. or like the shadows and stuff 
but basically stuff you can do on your phone yeah so what do you use for editing now that uh you've been in this for a while do you use like lightroom photoshop i um so i started off with lightroom and then i learned that with photoshop you can get more detailed in the work yeah so and i think i want to say like end of 2017 beginning of 2018 i switched over to photoshop and i was like because i kept like going in and out i was like uh photoshop's too hard like let me just do what i know already with lightroom and just stick with that but i finally just committed to it and got into photoshop and just stayed with that the whole time i feel like you've expanded a lot from from the time i met you because i was in that shoot yeah but seeing your photos now it's just like 10 times better um but how'd you get to meeting them and what made you decide like they were the clothing brand that you wanted to work with well they're then i wouldn't even call them a clothing brand i don't even that was kind of the beginning of psych too mm-hmm. like they didn't really know what they wanted yeah, it to was do. yeah it doing was honestly everything. like a experience for like a basically like a a clothing street experience i would yeah. say and um just basically starting with that i think i met i want to say i met jj first um and then he like introduced me to like uh everyone else in the group yeah just because he knew that they needed a photographer for everything Mm -hmm. and then i was already hanging out with him so yeah i was just doing that and uh it was good while it lasted why'd you stop why'd you stop uh taking pictures with them uh because i was just because it was like going back and forth is like i didn't one i didn't have like the proper uh transportation just mm-hmm. to go back every week for meetings and stuff like that oh yeah they and yeah. then it was just something i just grew out of and i knew like if i if i stayed at this point i wouldn't be able to do uh what i wanted with photography as far as like doing everyone else at the same times like it would have been too cluttered so you me. were kind of a, a member more like a member of the psych team yeah so you were working with them kind of, instead yep. of like I was them hiring like, you or something like yeah that. every like okay. all the decisions i was there uh-huh. like just putting my two cents in and everything like that uh-huh so recently well i would when did you kind of change your style uh i would say uh it was like february of 2017 mm-hmm. is when so like I during that time yeah, so during that time, like, February 2017, I was like, let me... Because I was already doing, like, portraits of people, mm-hmm. just, like, basic shots. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I know for sure that I want to shoot for Vogue and Playboy. So let me try to do something that I don't see a lot of people doing, which is, like, the implied and, like, the implied nude and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all the lingerie shoots and stuff like that. Because at the time... It was probably like like older guys that were like in their thirties, forties and up that were doing it. And I used to see like on Facebook a lot of cases where the older guys would be like super creepy towards the girls. So I was mm-hmm. like, Well, let me start doing that and then like be respectful. Not be creepy of towards it. The yeah. <laughs> and it's just crazy how much like you don't like how much you respect like the models. Yeah. 
it goes a long way with like just getting like clients and everything like that and just like your name period in the city yeah for um well during the beginning like kind of when you switched your style up i don't know what it is about kansas city but on twitter it seems like all the photographers like hate each other it, and there was, it seemed like there was beef no it's honestly it was before twitter it's, i feel like really twitter is like the safe haven even though i don't follow like photographers like that on uh-huh. twitter it's like it started with me on um on instagram because mm-hmm. i would go i would go to like meetups and like everybody be like buddy buddy and everything mm-hmm. and it was cool like smooth yeah. selling i was getting to know everyone and then like they just hate like you basically it's like a, they hate the it's progress. like a certain group that hates when you're doing not per se like doing great but voicing your opinion about like what goes on in the city mm-hmm. and that like that's like my main thing is like i don't talk much but i'm definitely going to voice my opinion if something is like corrupt in a way mm-hmm. and that's what happened uh i think it was 2017 or 2018 where uh, I made a post on Instagram saying how I don't have any photographer friends. I just have, like, the model friends and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And how, like, everyone sticks to, like, their own cliques and don't really, like, expand from there. Mm-hmm. And once I made that post, like, uh, I had a couple photographers uh, that, like, right now are, like, head of this certain group oh, that... No. Uh, a lot of people at this you, point you know already, that you are yeah. really distinct. Yeah, yeah, they like like two of them legit was in my DMs like talking wet. Oh, I'm like, there's no point. Like all I'm making a statement about is how I don't have any photographer friends. How I want to. I know exactly and what group you're yeah. talking. If everybody but, wasn't so clicked up, then I would be like, you would see my face around. Yeah. So from that moment on, like, just people didn't. At least, like, photographers really didn't, like, really want to mess with me or it anything like, like that. It seems like every week on Twitter, something new. Somebody's just, like, talking wet on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they're in a fight. And I'm like, damn. I, like, it's, honestly, somebody's probably not even worried about what you're doing or looking at what yeah. you're doing. People think they're copying each other. I'm so glad, like, I separated my, like, how I act on Twitter from Instagram. Because mm-hmm. on Twitter, like, I'll talk dirty to anybody, no matter what. I notice, like... 2017 2018 you would talk dirty back on instagram yeah and, and it's i was like, this, like this, it's this to the point crazy. like <laughs> people they would do that when they don't meet you uh-huh and then i'm the type of person all right well if you're gonna do this i'm gonna make you know me so i'm gonna pull up to anything that you got going on mm-hmm. so that's basically what i did they had like this huge meetup at my homie's um loft and i was like all right let me pull up let everybody see me that was like talking down basically about mm-hmm. me and then i'm gonna be the nicest person and you're gonna feel crappy about it yeah Th- that's crazy because i know exactly what group you're talking about and i'm about to make a bold statement but i i think i start like i i sparked the idea for the group because mm-hmm. it was you were okay so you were there that night or that day you know who started the group too. You've met him before, but you don't know him like that. Uh-huh. Um, I did a shoot, and I had like I tried to invite a few photographers to all take the shoot, 
is the day where I was covered in glitter. Yeah. At my dad's uh -huh. studio. Yeah, I remember that. So the guy who started the group, <laughs> um, he he was one of the photographers, mm -hmm. and I was doing this thing where I was just trying to get a bunch of creative people together, blah yeah. blah blah, and then like literally the next week, like he started a group that would get creative people together mm -hmm. and i was like well i started this group so <laughs> I, i'm just <laughs> i'll just be the og it's all right <laughs> uh but how do you meet like the or how did you get to meet the models that you usually take pictures of uh honestly i would i like i would follow certain girls on um on instagram that i wanted to shoot with mm -hmm. and at that time i knew for sure like all right my skill isn't that good yet. Mm -hmm. Let me just like work up to it with like her um, her friend group. So basically, I just uh, my main goal was let me shoot like the main girls that's like I see in her pictures or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Let me shoot with them first, get like that credibility and like my name out there, and to the point where like that certain model would reach out to me or I'll be able to reach out to them easily yeah. just like that. Is that still what you're doing today or do people just like come to you now? Uh, it's honestly got, like a lot of people come to me now. Yeah. And then like with me, it's just, uh, it's just certain people. I Before, I didn't have this attitude where I just shoot with anybody no matter like what was going on yeah. and everything like that. But mm -hmm. now it's like, I really like respect my own time and like what I'm doing with this. So it's like it's so a you lot plan of people it, who you plan I what don't, you're doing. Yeah, who I don't want to shoot with, mm -hmm. and who I'm like picky about like the look and everything that I want specifically. Because I used to just shoot freely, with, like no care in the world, like spend money on whatever, like studios and stuff like that. But now it's like I have to like manage my money a lot now mm -hmm. and specifically like port for my portfolio to send out to these specific companies like what i want to shoot yeah that's kind of i understand what you mean it's like a business move yeah but that's kind of what we're doing as well because we don't want to just have anybody on the podcast mm -hmm. we want to have people on the podcast that we kind of see their progress and see right that there's a potential for them to get somewhere um I would say, uh, what's your schedule look like if during the week? Are you just like booked with with shoots or? Honestly, like? in KC, I'm not. It's like I put out posts and everything. With KC and like being from here and like living here, it's like so many people. They see you shoot with a lot of people, and they they automatically think they're not paying for shoots. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's so hard, like, getting people to commit to, like, booking shoots and yeah. everything like that. So I have to go out my way just to get the ideas that I want to do. I just go out my way and then just pick, like, certain models to do everything. And it was super, like, it was tough because I didn't want to have, like, that reputation where, like, I would turn down people uh, who didn't book because... Mm -hmm. Like it was this, uh, it was two instances where uh, I had some flack that I was shooting too many white models, mm. but at the time, like white people were paying me, like yeah. so <laughs> I was like, so that. I made a post about that too. I was like, don't get mad at me that 
white people are paying me and I'm just shooting them mm-hmm. because I would shoot with like the black models but at the time the ones that were actually like wanting to model and everything like that like they were like talking down on me mm-hmm. for not shooting with more black people so mm-hmm. I would just go out my way and just find people who weren't into modeling that were black and I was like I'm gonna shoot with you and then forget all of them and then mm-hmm. now they're That's gonna good wish business. like they want to shoot with me so. yeah that reminds me of valet like people tipping. yeah <laughs> yeah we both work valet but there's you you like know who's gonna tip so mm-hmm. it's kind of like a connection you know who's who's actually gonna go through and pay for your shoot yeah it's crazy yeah and i wanted to like i honestly wanted to have like the like black models on my page and like of all like ethnicities and stuff like that because mm-hmm. i already had like a good category of like white uh hispanic uh i had a couple asians so like mm-hmm. i had like basically everyone on that chart mm-hmm. and just the black people who weren't really tr- they were wanting to shoot but for free and at the mm-hmm. time like i was working yeah and i needed to like pay like rent or something like that and like bills and stuff so like i literally couldn't shoot with them for free how i wanted to and I don't know. I just took it to the chin like that. And yeah, are you working now? Out. Like on top I of actually, um, photography? I actually quit my uh, my job July 15th. And then I just went out to L.A. And just like every oh, time. Really? I, oh, yeah. I, I noticed you went to L.A. Yeah, I've been to L.A. four times in the last 12 months. Like, wow. And then every time I go, I'm fully booked the whole week. So like, I'm just trying to make that move to L.A., honestly. Yeah. It's expensive. So yeah, what's it like, what's the uh like some of the challenges you face is you face with uh booking people in LA or is it like super easy with social media? It's it's super easy with social media. Just cuz a lot of people it's basically like um hearsay she say. So uh so basically my friends out there who I shoot with, I'll just go out there just because I don't see them as often. So whenever I go out there, I'll shoot with them and then they'll let their friends know and I'm like and then they'll hit me up and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll maybe like discount prices just because I'm out of town just so I can have like that like clientele that full week. But honestly, people will pay the full price out of state. So I and then for like my quality, too, I feel like in L.A. is like if I move there, it'd be like right up there, kind of like right underneath like the the popular people out there but i know for sure like like all like the youtube influencers and stuff like that they need someone like me mm-hmm. who like better their brand so that's what i've been working on honestly going out there what do you think um is kind of the next step to bring you uh, on a different level uh honestly next step is like being more creative because mm-hmm. i'm just like I've been just limiting myself to, like, all right, let me stay at this pocket, but not really, like, go out of the way out of that, just be, like, creative and stuff like that, and, like, actually, like, creating a shoot from scratch. Like, right now, it's been all from, like, inspiration and everything like that, but I've really, like, like, a couple shoots that I've had that have, like, been kind of big here that got a lot of tension have been from scratch so i just got to figure out like all right which shoots let me were just those sit out. um 
it usually shoots with um with uh kelsey uh on instagram is the uh the kitty's titties so her uh like basically she's like my muse like mm-hmm. i've been shooting with her since uh 2017 because she was the first one who did the lingerie shoots with me mm. and then like basically from those pictures uh got like a lot of recognition from like outside magazine sources and stuff like that and like social media groups and in the city like people were like all right i want to do lingerie shoots and like shoots like that that are like provocative in a way Mm -hmm. but i have to like trust the photographer and that's like like i found out quick like that's a huge thing in kc is like trusting the photographer so so that's basically like what I'm working on is like get my Gaining name out trust. there and then being more like like people know like I'm a, a safe photographer because mm-hmm. recently it, a photographer that I was like looking up to got slammed in the social media about how he was like uh, abusive and then like trying I think to get I, girls to I think I heard, was that like, like recent that. Yep. Like within the past was, um, three to six months uh, Marcus Hyde Okay. I was. He was the one who blocked that name. (laughs) Well, actually, I don't know because if he was the one shooting with um like Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, Kanye, and everything, he ruined his career. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's crazy because he was out like almost a year on life support because um he like races like street cars and everything like that, Mm -hmm. and he got in an accident, so he was like out of a coma and then as soon as he comes back to social media like everybody's like just down on him i was like well it's good to expose him it is because like he had like a huge following yeah and like getting rich off of being a creep dang that's crazy what what are your plans with the magazine that you're working with um or can you tell us a little bit a little about yeah so i i created it basically Mm -hmm. just to I wanted to basically just be like almost like a, a photo book of mine, mm-hmm. but like bringing other photographers and stuff into it just because I, I see myself doing photography for a long time, Yeah. but at a certain point I'm like, I just want that to be a hobby. And then I just want to like Grow travel and do stuff. So do you have like writers for this magazine or is it just more? Like yeah, I've been doing articles myself. Oh, okay, yeah. So whenever I have time, I just like figure out like a hot topic basically just write about it and it's been working out so far like with me being not so consistent but always giving it attention to where people will go to it and follow yeah have you put out your first one yet or are you waiting no it's still like all like digital on social media but once I do that I think in I want to do um my photo book first and then maybe like little uh desktop um like uh i think they're called zines little uh booklets and stuff with photos in them so i want to just start that collection and then from that move on to the um the magazine once i have like uh, a steady income because i always want to like pay people Mm -hmm. for any work that they want to do for me so, so really then you could me. get paid for your work and then you could pay them. Yeah, especially yeah. if they're like submitting photos 
because I know a lot of like magazines, they'll charge you to shoot photo, the uh, submit your photos, mm-hmm. or they'll be free and they just pick them like that. I want to be able to like people put their like time and energy into these shoots mm-hmm. just so they can submit them specifically to magazines. Mm-hmm. So if I can give like a incentive to like people who are like consistently like shooting for the magazine then i would do that when would you say uh like was there a specific photo that you knew like yo i can i can do this for a living it was honestly it was the shoot with uh kelsey mm-hmm. the lingerie shoot and then once i seen how it got on like uh like on these Instagram accounts that were like a hundred thousand plus followers and stuff like that and like me picking up traffic from it I was like oh yeah this is like it right here like this is definitely what I want to do and I was kind of like still scared to even shoot like lingerie stuff mm-hmm. and why just because like it's it's like a precious moment like to the model mm-hmm. just because like anything that makes them uncomfortable it's a wrap from there like the shoots over uh you get a bad name if you did anything Mm -hmm. even if you didn't mean to like if they feel uncomfortable then it it's a wrap and that's why i make sure like i'm like before i even do shoots uh like the nude shoots and like lingerie and everything i kind of like prep it in the dms or like through text i'm like if you're not a hundred percent like comfortable with it, mm-hmm. we can change the idea. Like, I won't do this because I don't. I hate going into a shoot where like the girl she feels like um, like oh, let's just change it last minute while we're like mid shoot, which mm-hmm. I'll do. Mm-hmm. But I wish I would have had like a heads up just to like plan it out better. And then I, I have like in the past I've had models where like they would tell me they're comfortable. And then come to the shoot like super wasted, like so I gotta shoot with them like, really? either like super high, super drunk, and like that. So I'm like, that was kind of like a kind of like a rule for me to models is like I don't want to sh- if you're not a hundred percent comfortable and you feel like you have to like drink or anything mm-hmm. to shoot. I don't want to shoot with you. Yeah. That's crazy. like I'll just cut it off. Right I, I would have never expected people would come to yeah, a shoot like <laughs> super high or super drunk. No, they do. Are there any like they, crazy they stories? They feel like that would give. They feel confidence. like yeah. They feel like they have more confidence. And, I don't know about high, but honestly, <laughs> like it it doesn't, and you can yeah. tell through the camera, and like they're like slow to respond to like posing and everything like that. So like, I knew early like no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So when you uh, when you quit your job recently, um, oh, where were you working? Yeah, where were you working? I was uh, working uh, down at Express on the plaza. Oh really? Yeah, I was there for a year and like seven months. And then what was the what made you just recently say I'm I'm done? Uh, honestly, it was um, my homie Easy. Uh, he quit his job to do his music full on. So like, oh. I've been like ever since probably like 2017 uh 20 i say 2018 mm-hmm. after i uh like got out of the psych brand mm-hmm. that clothing and everything and started doing like club photography i met back up with him through that and i knew him since middle school so like we were already kind of close so once we got together again 
he was doing his music and he needed like a visuals artist basically mm-hmm. like shoot his like any like video promos or photos like that so yeah. i was like i know you and like we're super close so i'm gonna be like full on with you like whatever you need so once he said he was quitting his i was like it's about that time like i have like a good name between like missouri kansas and la to where if i did go back and forth i would have like a steady clientele Mm -hmm. like enough just to have money to like pay bills here and there yeah but other than that yeah it was solely off of him like once he did it i was like all right you do it i'm gonna do it with you so you're not like alone on this that's cool yeah what i'm interested in is like your first like lingerie or like nude shoot like mm-hmm. what was that like even hitting the person up because I, I feel like that would be kind of weird for doing that the first time uh honest i let her know straight away it was like it's my first time doing this so like i i and it was our first time meeting that day too it was like so it's it's super cool like that she was like so chill and everything and like we hit it off great and like we're like super good friends now too like i Frequently, we always shoot, and it does, like, numbers on social media. And I was just told her, like, it's my first time doing this. Like, I'm not really sure how I'm going to go with it, but I want to try it, and I know it's something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to uh, do, like, these ideas, then let's do it. And she was down for it, and, like, um, the guy, uh, my homie Chadwick, who uh, had Wickstock. Mm -hmm. Um, I was the, like, I'm pretty sure I was the first photographer there, and that was the first shoot. Mm -hmm. And the shoot went on a magazine, so I just kept going there, like, shooting and everything like that. And honestly, like, with that shoot, like, we both learned, like, it's something that we're comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. And I always, like, till this day, I recently got it, too, it's like guys would hit me up or like even my homies would be like, I can't even do it. Like the girls like naked in front of you and you're taking their picture and they're like comfortable with you. And I'm always telling them like, like I'm first of all, I'm not a creep. So it doesn't phase me mm-hmm. like whether they're uh, they're not clothed or anything It's like I'm so like tunnel vision with the idea and wanting to have the greatest content like mm-hmm. to put out is like I don't even I honestly don't even remember that they're nude until like I'm editing the photos I'm like alright this is a nude <laughs> shoot like let me, let me uh, take this professional and I know a lot of people who I've heard stories who they do these shoots and it's a, a, a photographer that I that's here that I've heard about where he he does kind of like shoots like that not as much but he always like takes shots with the models and I'm just not about that like it's it's like Missouri I think is I've huge heard of a, on a photographer who's who shoots girls in lingerie but he he pays them see I wanted to do that but I was broke so I couldn't but do I heard it. he was kind of so creepy was, at the same time too yeah so. so with that I was like like I'm not with like especially like the drinking just to get like that liquid courage basically and like you're gonna be sloppy anyway and then just feeling like I feel like if you do that you're trying to hit on the girls eventually and like with me I have this rule where if I shoot with you 
or I'm basically like pursuing to shoot with you, I never hit on that girl. Mm-hmm. I can't at all if I shoot with you. So it has to be someone outside of who I shoot with or the girl has to like try to hit on me or something like that. But I strictly like that's what keeps me like grounded with like being respectful and having like that reputation to where I'm the comfortable photographer to go to if you want to do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So and I I hate when I get the questions like, well, if it was me shooting the picture, I wouldn't be able to control myself. Like, first of all, you sound like R. Kelly from there. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> from the jump. Like, yeah. And then, like, as soon as, like, you get one bad, like, um, basically like a Yelp review through social media, then it's a wrap for your career. So I'm so glad, like, now on, and I'm going to keep it like that. Like, I don't have any instances like that mm-hmm. to where, like, I'm, like, like, uh, like physical body, like, uh basically like having a mind of its own when I see like a new girl or anything like that it's like you have to be like strong minded to like keep yourself like under control and stuff like that and then just think about the work like it's more beneficial to me to have the best photos than to see a, a naked chick yeah and I like 2018 I was like I was seeing like constant like new women I'm like, this doesn't phase me. Like, I just need to get this work out because nobody else is doing it, like, at a a high caliber as me. So let me just stick with it and just be great at it. And uh, it still irks my nerves to this day when I get those questions from dudes. (laughs) Is R. Kelly, like, free? Is he? I don't know what's going on with that. Oh, no, he, they got him locked up. Oh, he's locked up? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I think the, um... Shout out to R. Kelly, though. <laughs> he got some good music. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. But I can't stop listening to his music. It's just. It's good. But, <laughs> like, you got. It's separate from the person now. That's crazy. I noticed you started um, trying to sell prints now, too. Yeah. Um, and the models were all completely fine. Yeah. I, I, like, before I even post shots on Instagram, like, mm-hmm. I always, like, reach out to the models. Hey, can I post this? Like, especially, like, with new photos, I know that I can't post, like, on Instagram, like, uncensored, so I have to censor it. But I still make sure, even if the photo is censored, like, am I okay to post this? And, mm-hmm. like, I do that 100% of the time. And usually I get models who, who are okay with it. And then, like, later on down the road, they're like, oh, well, because of this career or something, could you, like, take it down? I have no problem doing that. Like, I get that... Um, it may hinder like your career or anything mm-hmm. so especially like uh the models who are teachers like sometimes they oh. don't want to have like that link mm-hmm. so their photo their uh students can look at those photos so i'll just archive them or just delete them whether i never even thought of that you have like yeah. a huge checklist from like starting the shoot to ending the shoot like even after it's done yeah to where you take down a photo i think that's gonna like take you a long way to yeah. just like making sure you're like the the, the uh your client is very comfortable yeah because i i'm like super like into organization and like just because i feel like if because with me like after like uh, doing all the ideas and concepts and everything and like it's come to shoot day 
and I meet the model, like I spend five to ten minutes, like still kind of like setting up minor stuff, but I get to know the model again just because I only talk to them through social media. So once I take that five to ten minutes to meet them and like get to know them, they're more comfortable with me, mm-hmm. and I can like once I know they're comfortable. I get more comfortable, but to this day, I still get nervous during the nude shoots because I know, like, any, like, uncomfortable Anything situation. you're good at, you're going to get nervous yeah. when you're put on the spot. I just, just want to get, like, the perfect shots. Like, I'm, like, so particular about, like, even, like, like, I'll even go over time with studios. I'm, like, I'll pay this extra money just to have more time. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, if I'm not satisfied with it yet, then I'm going to keep shooting until I'm satisfied. Do you do video at all? I I started out doing videos uh, with, when I was doing, like, the psych brand stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing videos here and there. And then once I started posting them, I started getting, like, rappers and stuff wanting me to do music videos. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, nope. I'm cutting this off now. Yeah. I don't want to shoot any rappers, like, videos at all. Like, mm-hmm. basically, like, like the fake pro-black people and rappers are who, like, I try to stay away from as far as, like, uh, photography because, like, they're, like, your biggest critics. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, me being black, like, they feel like they're more comfortable to come to me for, uh, like, the services like that, but they abuse the power, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially, like, with rappers and stuff, like, I go through the checklist of, like, concepts and, like, how do you want your photos to look? What do you want the setting to be? It was like, I don't know. I just want you to take good pictures of me, and I'm going to bring my homies and guns. Homies <laughs> and guns. So I'm like, uh, so I did a couple of those, and after that, I was like, any other rappers that like like come to me i just immediately just give them my price list mm-hmm. like if you go through this and you still want to shoot kudos to you but if our concepts are like not meeting mm-hmm. to like me being comfortable with it then i'm not going to do it i'm a i'm a reference like another photographer that i'm like cool with Mm-hmm. Just to give them like that uh, that service and the money from that. Yeah, it's cool. So I never put myself in like predicaments like that. I I hate doing that because I like um when I was shooting like these day parties and stuff in 2018, it was an instance at uh, in Westport at Californos mm-hmm. where uh, it was at a day party. It was like the third one. And it was like the biggest one they had. So. Uh, it's like midsummer, and it's like maybe like 30 minutes before it's like about to shut down and everything. And even from the beginning of that day party, I was like, it's something odd about it just because like I'm coming up here with like my backpack mm-hmm. full of equipment, mm-hmm. but they're not checking me. So in my head uh, the whole time, I'm thinking, all right, they're not checking me. Let me walk around to see, um, like, as people are coming in, if they're still, like, not checking people. And that whole time, they weren't checking people. So, like, I kind of, like, forgot about it. But once I, like, remember it, I was uneasy. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was this certain... So, 30 minutes before it shut down, I was in this spot. Um, 
like opposite of the DJ booth. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, every time I see this one like um, hood rapper mm-hmm. uh, locally here in KC at any party, something happens. Oh. Whether it's <laughs> whether it's him that like is involved or someone else uh-huh. that like he's not connected to. But every time I like see him mm-hmm. and like we literally like lock eyes every time. So I don't know why, but every time I see him, like stuff happens in a, a, a like a bad negative way. So like once he's coming in, because they have like two entrances for people to come in. Mm-hmm. So once he comes in, I just immediately move towards Dip. the DJ right behind the <laughs> DJ booth, Dip. and like literally, literally like ten fifteen minutes later, we hear like this loud pop, uh. and we thought it was a firecracker, and turns out like. Once it happened, maybe like twenty seconds later, like once people started seeing what was happening, mm-hmm. they just started rushing out of there, out of California, like everywhere. And like later to find out, it was another photographer there who I used to see recently, maybe like uh, maybe like starting like two weeks ago from that uh, day party, just coming in, just getting shots for himself and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it turns out. He wasn't even involved, so he was in the spot, the same exact spot that I was standing in, right before. Right before, I, yeah, right sh- after I shot. left, yeah. yeah. So from that day, like once I and I knew exactly once they said, "Oh, it was the photographer who got shot." Everybody was like looking for me because mm-hmm. I like I stayed a little bit, but because everyone was kind of like in like a scared state. Like, they didn't really, like, think, like, all right, who was it? They're just trying to get out. And then later on, once they found out it was a photographer, they were, like, I used to, I got messages and stuff like that. Oh, they were worried about you? Yeah. And the rapper died? Yeah. He, um, so it was a fight between a guy and a girl. Like, I don't know what, like, the girl did, but he was trying to aim at her. He ended up, um, it grazed her. Yeah. It grazed her. And it hit him in the chest. And then, like, that was, like, my first time, like, seeing someone die, basically. That's and then, like, insane. after that, I was kind of, like, scarred a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I just became numb to, like, situations from there. Like, now, like, like my approach to, like, life, life is, like, I anything can happen. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to take it like that, like. Whatever happens, happens. Literally, that movie I was telling you guys to watch, like, changed my perception on life. It's called Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Or have you heard of it? Probably It's with, not. It's with the dude who's uh, Captain America. I don't know his name. Do you know his name? No. I know yeah. what you're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's with him, and it's just a, it's a, the world freezes over. And then there's a whole bunch of people. The only leftover people are on a train. And it's like a single train. But you got to remember there's classes in life. Mm-hmm. So on the train, there's there's classes. At the end of the train is all the poor people. And at the beginning of the train is like the richest man. So the poor people are revolting to get to the front of the train. Yeah. But like basically at the end, you realize you're all on the same train. Yeah. And, and like I, I definitely connect that to the real world because we're all rev- like trying to get to... The, the, front of the train. yeah the front of the train but 
the guy at the front of the train was by himself like he was yeah. alone <laughs> and he had to make sure everybody on the train was okay and then once they got up there like they ended up or the dude who was kind of like the main character uh basically blew up the train because like they're like what's the point but in in like uh reference to what you were saying mm-hmm. like you see death in kansas city all the time like it's been happening a lot recently yeah. and i think i heard that kansas city is uh like we're number one in deaths this year already yeah if, I, if i'm not mistaken but like i don't know it's just crazy that made me think about life so much because we're all really trying to rush to get somewhere but really you just gotta make whatever you got the best you can make it yeah because ever since i got out of um out of college and i got out of college 2015 Mm -hmm. and since then like every year i have like two to four people that were like super close that i grew up with like get killed or die every year that's crazy i've recently had like a couple people um it was one of this uh it was a girl that i was super close with me and my brothers and uh she was it was the instance where um the incident where uh it was that the driver that drove into longview lake mm-hmm. i think Wait, that i was, never heard of that i think no, that I was earlier this either. year yeah really yeah it was um they drove into longview lake and i found out like it was her and they were uh calling like a parent suicide and everything like that so like i take like suicide like super serious just because like uh october last year like that was like the super hardest like time for me mm-hmm. like going through it so for what just for uh like just figuring out what i want to do and like mm-hmm. my photography because i was like for uh, like a while like the end of 2018 like i wasn't doing like enough i feel like mm-hmm. and i wasn't like getting like numbers and that was like the first like um like red flag like just worried about numbers on social media mm-hmm. like it just because like i got into it to where it was like it was first starting out and people like first started knowing like all right numbers can do stuff for you mm-hmm. like likes and everything on social media so yeah. once that like got to me in october like i was like it was this one instance in october where i was going to work and it was probably not even like five minutes like after i left my house i was like all right like this honestly like this is not my day and like Mm -hmm. i was like so close to like like just veering off in the next lane Mm -hmm. and just like ending it so from that point like i just recently like i would have like those spurts where i like super depressed one day Mm -hmm. and so like i just started like keeping a list of like specific dates of like whenever i feel like i just want to like end it all and i just list those dates mm-hmm. in my phone like it's good just that try to like expand them yeah so they're not so close to each other i think it's good that you actually quit your job because once you do that you can completely focus on your yeah. own business your own brand because like we we were talking about earlier my dad's a photographer so he definitely like of course he started from somewhere mm-hmm. so like growing up we would go like to different lofts in kansas city and then slowly like i was able to visually see a better loft a better loft 
Yeah. Uh, and a, a nice apartment, a house, a nice house. Like it, your brand will slowly expand, and it, it's it, it's kind of like a crazy thing because um, first he started as a photographer, and then he expanded to having an event space out here. Mm-hmm. So just working on yourself and getting that straight away it's probably a really good idea yeah and especially if you know that's what you want to do and what you want to have as a hobby and work from that i think that's really good what's it like for you now that uh i don't know uh what's it like now when you post a picture like if it doesn't do the numbers that you want are you still as stressed out about it no i forget it once yeah. i post a photo i forget about it like that's honestly good. like i if I get the uh, attention from it, then I get the attention. But honestly, I'm moving on to the next thing. My only uh, concern is posting the best photo for my page. So, uh, so if like someone randomly, cause I, I always uh, take it in my mind, like I always believe that it only takes one person just to see or like hear what you're doing and then they can change your life. So like, Basically, if that one person just sees my page, no matter, like, what numbers I'm doing or the followers that I have, like, they'll be, like, wanting to hire me or give me an opportunity to do something bigger. So, I just, at this point, I don't care about likes and stuff like that. I just worry about, like, posting the best photos. Mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Snoop Dogg's little podcast, and he said something tr- so true. I was listening to this Did yesterday. you just say Snoop, Snoop Dogg's podcast? Yeah, Snoop Dogg has it. He just, he just smokes on there with people. But, uh, <laughs> he was like, he was was. like how, was I just, never even heard It's that. just like a, a, like a focus thing. How can I oh, look okay. at my highlights That's when cool. I got a game tomorrow? So. Yeah. Oh, you mean what Snoop Dogg said? Yeah, that's what he said. So, like, that's how I feel about, like you feel about your pictures. Like, you yeah. can't even focus on the likes because you're focused on something yeah, else. Yeah, because once I got out of, like, that, like, depression, like, state, I was like, all right, let me just snap out of it. Let me just start taking photos and just doing this stuff. Because that's when, like, it clicked in my head. Like, people are going to book you for stuff they want to do. But if you don't take time for yourself to do like the concepts and stuff as an artist that you want to do then you're just going to basically be ran by the clients mm-hmm. and basically just have like a, a clientele based like uh, portfolio instead of like a personal portfolio that you like shoots that you come up with or get inspo from and just go based off of you liking it so yeah. like and that's a lot of times how I just do my shoots now. It's like if a client comes to me wanting to book, like it's usually at the point now where it fits my page, mm-hmm. even if I don't post it, but I'll still like it's like easy on me to like get my creative side out just because like I'll have a passion and what the ideas that they have for me. So it, it works out good right now. Yeah, being different is definitely probably the most uh, important thing to yeah because that yourself. was because i got flack from that before um from uh a homie like we were homies and then like something happened to where uh he thought that i copied a shoot from him mm. so it was that whole like thing like i had a couple people like oh how dare you like copy someone's shoot and just like make it black and white just to uh just to like make it your own thing like I'm trying to tell them like I never seen the shoot that they did 
And so, what like, what was the shoot? Or what was it? The one was, it was a did? laundromat shoot. The most oh, okay. basic well, thing. Like, everyone, everybody okay, was yeah. doing everyone, at the time. Yeah. yeah. But the only two good people who were, like, had the best photos at the time doing it were me and that homie. At the, and, like, we were doing that. And, like, it was just, like, this whole thing. And afterwards, like, probably, like, a year later, like, like I met back up. And it was, like, we, uh, like, I apologize if you think that I copied you. I apologize if you think. Yeah, because I don't. Because <laughs> I, I didn't. Mad. Like, it was literally from scratch, like, the model she gave me the ideas oh, that okay. whole time that she wanted to shoot so like i'm like all right what's well, a laundromat like it's only certain things that you can do like mm-hmm. open the doors look get through the, laundry, the door uh, cart and stuff like that line, yeah that's all it was and i got flack for that and i was like let me just like if my mindset like uh back in october was like during that time when I was getting that flack, like, it would have been super bad for me. Mm-hmm. So, I was, I'm glad, like, I was strong at that moment. It's like, well, I know for sure that it was my own idea. So, I'm going to let you, like, cool off for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then, from then, that's when I just started doing, like, my own shoots and, like, separating myself. Because, like, with the group we were talking about now, that, um, that local group of people, they because they're so clicked up with each other Mm -hmm. and they always like shoot each other i don't think they expand into doing stuff themselves because it was a time last year i was seeing like people in that click i couldn't tell whose photos were whose because they were all the same. same yeah the same like basically like the same style and same concept and personality yeah (laughs) i'm like it yeah at a point you just gotta like just go outside of that that's why like i just started traveling it mm-hmm. seems like that like having photographer friends would like discourage you more than help you like in that in that case yeah, yeah it's you have to know specifically which ones because with them i feel like it literally though, I, I think it literally has to be your friend like it has to be an yeah. acquaintance like someone that you've been around a it can't be just like a peer and then you just around all your peers yeah because two of my homies now that shoot that do videos and photography um nigel and uh my homie cortez like they literally like they knew like okay yeah me i'm already like basically pretty high in kc as far as like content with photography mm-hmm. and they basically was like we know you're like at this point we're trying to get to that point and like past that and i'm always the person who's like whoever i can teach and like give like game to mm-hmm. i always want them to do more than me because i already know i'm gonna be all right with whatever i do but i always want them to like oh if if i get a client and i know for sure that i'm gonna need help i'm gonna go to them and then just break bread like that with them and so like with that they knew from jump like all right, we already know like our content isn't as good as you right now, but we still gonna be like cool with you. And me being a cool person, accepting that, I'm like, I'll never have like that big head that like I'm the biggest in KC. Mm-hmm. And I've made comments like that before, mm-hmm. just because like I knew like how people were vickering back and forth and like getting into it. Like, oh well, 
like just getting in photographer uh beefs and i was already like separated from that i was like well i'm not getting any beefs with nobody locally like and then my content is still high and people it's a high demand for me mm-hmm. so i i just voiced it was like i do feel like i'm one of the um like best photographers in kc and even saying one of that puts me in a group still and mm-hmm. people still don't like that because they feel like, oh, you're being big-headed about it. Like, be more humble. And I had um, this girl get in my DMs talking about that. Another photographer here say like, oh, you need to be more humble about it. I'm like, if you knew, like, exactly what I came from mm-hmm. to this point now, like, I'm just, like, bigging myself up. Like, I'm just celebrating myself because I don't. I don't expect other people have to celebrate me. Too. Yeah, I don't. I don't have that. I don't want people to like celebrate. Like even when people like in my DMs, like saying, "Oh, like your work is so great. Like I just love it and everything like that." Just a simple message like that. I just. I don't get uncomfortable. It's like, all right, I'll. I accept it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I. I just tell them like I got so much more work to do. Like I feel like I'm trash right now. I still think I'm trash with like the stuff that I'm doing because I get to a certain point where I learn it and then now I'm just stagnant at like all right like what else am I going to learn to like improve this so like I've been stagnant for like a couple months now I'm like oh dude I'm so trash right now (laughs) like even though like I have like these great shoots and Mm -hmm. I love the shoots like I love the photos but I want to do more Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why, like, I I tell people all the time, like, it doesn't cost that much to get a plane ticket, honestly. Like, like just leave the Shout city. Shout out to Spirit. Because the more... Oh, God. <laughs> even Southwest, like, I uh, going to L.A., uh, it was just my third trip to L.A. I paid 70 bucks, round, uh, not round trip, but, like, going there and then maybe, like, 100 bucks to come back. Like 170 total for that, and I always go in a group of people, so I always tell people like just, just leave, mm-hmm. honestly, because you stay in KC, you're gonna stay in KC forever, That's and true. you're gonna be miserable, and then you're gonna turn into that uh, photographer who's always beefing with the other local photographers. Yeah, so. that's kind of sad. On that note, um, to kind of sum this up, uh, I really appreciate your photography and everything. Um, if you ever like go anywhere and like someone asked or saw this interview or anything Mm -hmm. uh, you could just let them know to hit us up we're always open to have other people that you know on this interview I know you said easy Uh, it was your friend since middle school Uh, even the models if if they want to because we we interview everybody uh, as long as we think they're going to expand themselves um, but it was great having you on. Yeah, no, I appreciate great. it. If you yeah. have anything you want to uh, like promote, you can go ahead and like shout out your Instagram or anything like uh, that. Instagram at Monte underscore Law. Uh, if you want to see kind of like a, a outside of like photography and everything and like my mindset, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Raging underscore Rayshon R A C H O N on Twitter. And other than that, like I people would never see me out so if you see me out <laughs> feel like that's a, a privilege for you because like, <laughs> like i literally don't go out uh-huh so yeah all right, all right man it was thank nice you. To meet you thank you yep
Do you do like graphic design at all? 